Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's going on, Gorehounds? And welcome to another fantastic episode of the Goremore Podcast. I am your not so mean fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing it in. However, I don't bring the shit show in alone. For with me, as always, are my well, I'm just gonna say my lo- lovely horror brethren. That's all I got today. A little that works for me. Yeah, it's been a long weekend. First day back to work, dude. It's been it's been a long day. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, not me. I was still out today. Ah, you lucky bastard. Speaking of lucky bastards, we're going to bring him in first and foremost. We got the Dark Lord of Knowledge, that Chad Daddy, all the way down from the Chad Hoochie, Mr. Chad Christmas. What's up, bitches? Pardon me. I was just making sure I shared to various groups. Get Hell the yeah. word out. And if you're watching this, please feel free to share as well. Yes, I am doing so. We have the... Duke of the Dead, the host with the ghost, Lord Scubacaba, the Dean of the Deceased, Mr. Steve Vasquez. What's up, baby? And you know him as that killing machine. We know him as that big old mean mountain. Give it up for Mr. Bobby Amone. Ah, happy post-Thanksgiving, people. Still working it all off. Yeah, did everybody get through their all their f- extra food? Nobody has any leftovers left, right? <laughs> oh, no, there's leftovers still. Yeah? yeah. Bro, I had, no. I had three Today's turkeys. the day. Yesterday was like yesterday was my last day, and I ended it all. I was like, "Nope, whatever doesn't get eaten." Yesterday was supposed to be the last day, and I planned on making like awesome turkey pot pie. And I I saw that post. What did you think? What was that? I asked Mel. I said, "Hey, babe, do we still have turkey?" She's like, "Yeah, there's a lot of turkey left." I haven't been home all weekend. I'll get to that during my slice of life. But Mm -hmm. I get everything ready to make the, the the turkey pot pie. Open the fridge. The bag of turkeys in there, but it's all bone. Oh! <laughs> oh, we got a lot of bone left. Child decided, let me pick the bones clean and put the bones back in the fridge. <laughs> What's the bones back in the fridge? <laughs> My child, that's you. Now, wow. he's the, he was the only one here, so it had to be him. But yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. That's terrible. That is, terrible. That's that's such a cock tease. It's not oh, I ended up eating. I ended up eating brown and serve rolls, stuffing, and gravy. Oh, so I mean, not terrible, but you, yeah, not no, terrible. You, but goddamn it, I wanted that turkey pie. I wanted that fucking turkey pot pie. Goddamn it! That's hey. one of the worst feelings. You're like cramming something all day. You come home and it ain't fucking and it's there. Gone. All right. So while we're already talking about it, obviously, uh, Scuba, if you want to start us off, we are going to do our slice of life here, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time for your. Slice of life. All right, and what did we all do? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Shortest slice of life ever. Yeah, for real, dude. Uh, I was gonna say. <laughs> hopefully, everybody was nice and relaxed this weekend. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, everybody had an elongated weekend. I mean, do we want to do a slice of life? I feel like everybody's gonna be about the same. Like we all ate food. We did, ate, ate food, food, relaxed, gamed. Relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you literally said exactly what my fucking. I went on a ghost was. hunt. That's pretty much it. 
Oh, okay. I did a Ghostbusters parade thing again. So yeah, you you yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I started selling Christmas trees. So come yeah. on down and get a tree. Yeah. So I, <laughs> Every I, time I, he mentions selling Christmas trees, all I could think of is little fucking Corey Feldman and Gremlins. And gremlins, yes. <laughs> Speaking of Gremlins, I put my little Gremlin door thing up. Oh, yeah. I see my it over Gremlins there. Gremlins cover. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Did you get your tree up yet? I did. I put it up yesterday. I haven't decorated it yet, but I did uh, put the tree up yesterday. Word. Nice. I, you know, once Thanksgiving's done, that's when it's the appropriate time for me to put my Christmas stuff up. Agreed. Uh, oh, and the other thing. I'm not going to disagree, but I, at the same time, uh, like, yeah. I fell under the spell. I was like, well, no, we put, we put the tree and the lights up, but we did not decorate until Friday. I was, I was getting there. Friday. I was tempted, and I told Mel, I hate. I hate Christmas. I've always hated Christmas. My parents got separated during the holidays, so I absolutely hated the holidays, and I always have. But for some reason, this year, it's just in me. Because you got a baby. That's yeah. exactly That's what it is. That makes she a goes, huge difference. She goes, you, got a ba- you got a baby with your new lady? Yeah. Like you know what I mean, dude? Like you're just like, yeah, we're gonna do this. Yeah. Like that's all it was, man. No, and you know what we did? You know what we did? Something I swore I would never do. You fucked up. We the got tree. matching pajamas. Yeah, oh. family hey. now, dude. Papa bear, mama bear, and baby bear. Oh, that's. Cute. I swore I would never do that. And God damn it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Ah, but yeah, it was it was it was a chill weekend. Um, Scoobs, I don't get a choice in that either, dude. Jen makes me do it too. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> what can we do? Our ladies tell us what to do, and we're. I mean, I'm still getting a free pair of pajama pants out of it, so I guess like you know, it's still kind of a win. But I I do want to say one thing. I did. I my my plan this year is I want to gift you guys a Christmas ornament for your Christmas tree. So. I got John his because I at the investigation, the lady that owns the hotel, she was outside making these really cool like Christmas ornaments out of just like wood. And she had one made already that said Sasquatching. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, John, I need that. I'm going to buy it. Yep. That's big so, Johnny D. I still got to find one for Hello, each other guys, but there will be a ornament in the mail for you guys soon. So Scoobs, what's yeah. that sweet uh, flannel you're wearing there today, buddy? This is the Salem. This is the Salem from Dixon? from Dixon. Yes, sir. You know what that may actually makes me think of? What's that? Burning Godzilla. Oh, it does. Actually, yeah. Oh, that oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's the Salem. This one came out last year, I think. It's actually one of my favorite flannels. That, that I like that. I like the color scheme. Now I oh, want yeah. it. Hand it over. <laughs> Don't mind me. Don't mind Don't me. Bobby, you're too big. <laughs> You're too big, Bobby. Oh, shit, it'll fit. It'll fit. You'll rip the damn sleeves with your big old arms. Uh, <laughs> and then there's Gene. What's up, Gene? Hi, Heather. Hi, Gene. Two thirds of our regulars just waiting on Mr. Brody Kane. Oh, yeah, I don't know Brody if you guys Kane? saw it, but like a minute ago man we were up to like 17 people some fucking howdy oh hell yeah buddy i was like wow if you're out there and you're watching say howdy jumping on the chat that's why we're here emily jump in the chat we'd love to talk to you guys all right we love your what i mean of course we yeah we're just gonna yeah if if you're just joining us we're just doing a quick slice of life because you know everybody has kind of the same slice of life this weekend so way turkey we passed out slice of pie actually this weekend right you know what i had i had no pie really i did we What's forgot it? to buy the damn pie. Dude, who forgets to buy pie? No, no, no. So Mel bought a pie. She bought a sweet potato pie. I'm not big on sweet potatoes, but I was like, you know what? I'll try it. I'll get 
I'll give it a try this year. Give it a whirl. She left it at work. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Sweet potato pie is really not that different from pumpkin pie for me. No, they're, they're I like. Awesome. I prefer uh, pumpkin pie, but sweet potato. It's like a. It's a little more mild flavor than pumpkin pie. Correct. I'm more of a homemade. I pecan love pumpkin pie. pie. I love a good. Pecan I can't eat. I tried pecan pie once. It's like eating a big plate of snot. I love it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Crunchy <laughs> snot, dude. Mm. But yeah, unfortunately. We didn't get to have uh, Thanksgiving at my at Steph's grandma's like we usually do, just simply because I swear to God, half the family's sick with COVID, so we rescheduled okay. that. I think oh, I think that's going to be this weekend. Now we're going to have a family get together. Cool. I still got to go to my dad's and eat, and we feasted there. Hell yeah! Um, all right. Well, <laughs> so today we are talking 1981's <laughs> possession. Okay, now so we, we, but we should be talking, but we should be talking 2013. Yeah, possession. Funny story is Scoops. we watched the wrong fucking movie. My fault. No, all no, of us. no, no. All no. of us watched it. No, it is my fault because I put the wrong name. So <laughs> I. Yeah. This is my pick. This is my pick. I will take full responsibility for this movie. Okay. Well, a little backstory for everybody there. I was told this was my pick, and I was believing it all day. Because <laughs> this movie was like a Bobby pick. <laughs> the, minute, the minute Chad Daddy goes, this is a scuba pick, the relief I felt <laughs> in my body. Well, at the same like, time, the relief. Bobby's like, <sighs> Yeah, the relief you got was the, oh, fuck. I got. <laughs> so, and this is why I'm so happy that Chad Daddy writes our names down when we do our pick. <laughs> because... My dumb ass forgets what I do. I picked it fucking yeah, year yeah, yeah. ago. I don't remember, bro. Yeah. You know, it's oh. the fucking list. Speaking of uh, picks, that that is one thing I got done this week is the full I got list. my sweet uh, schedule set for next year. Here's my plan. Yeah, hey, Everything bro. is set. Hell Guys, yeah. listen. So Chad Daddy gave us the list for next year. Yeah. That bitch is solid as fuck. I do not. I, I'd have to scroll it again, but I can honestly God say I've almost seen almost all the movies. Not entirely of them but even the ones that i haven't are ones i heard of i don't think any of them are a dud yeah mm. I, th- I think they're all choice picks they're, they're yeah they're, they're be pretty good so. year next well year. and we're starting and I, it, we are starting it off solid too on new year's day we're starting with a nightmare on elm street perfect way to start the year now, which by the way is the third movie on our list that i know of that has a big fucking anniversary next year because it's also wow. the 40th anniversary for that film mm, but yes. it didn't come out until like november mm-hmm so we can't really hold off because no. I don't yeah, think we yeah. have enough time to squeeze them all in by the end of the year. Yeah. Wow. I think I don't think we would want to do them back to back. No, that's, that's I, a I lot. like the one a month. It's a good uh, it's a good formula for sure. <laughs> but here's my question: Since we ended up adding in Friday the Thirteenth remake, I am not no, not unless uh, it's an absolute desperation. <laughs> I hate oh you didn't you so didn't put that in there. I did not. Oh, I, I thought hated you that did. No, yeah, I mean no. I did too, but I feel like it'd only be fair. To still review it. I mean, that is that, that's, we'll see, that's because I had a stacked list from all of you guys that had to pick and choose of what we could do and what we couldn't do. Yo, Brody, no, is, Brody is still trying to get Night of the Scarecrow in there, but we still can't fucking find it. Yeah, I can't no, find I, it. I, I, I know, look man. for it like every once in a while. You never know if it pops in by the end that's, of the year. That's why it's always there as an alternate, just in case it shows up. Now, I do say it's all solid choices, but I finally put on the tripper on there. So maybe that's the one you guys will be like, fuck you, John. And that's fine. I don't know. I was I was but, looking at I was looking over your list. I'm like the tripper. What's this? And saw saw directed by David Arquette. I'm like, oh fuck yes, that's going on, dude. It's directed by Arquette. He plays like some stupid redneck side character in it. 
Pee Wee Herman's in it, and he's like a fucking manager of this music show that's going on. And yeah, it's a fucking balls of the wall, just funny slasher. It's what they should. And I'm sure it's not like that in the movie, but the, what they should have done for Pee Wee Herman in the movie is overdub his voice with that really deep voice from Pee's oh, Big oh. Adventure. Well, Mr. Herman. It's not, Mr. Herman. <laughs> it's not really Pee Wee. Like, it's just, um, it's Paul Rubin. He's just doing a different character. Yeah. But, you know, you see him and you're still like, oh, it's Pee Doesn't matter. It's fucking Yeah, Pee-wee. exactly. <laughs> um, but other than that, dude, solid fucking list. It's going to be a fun, uh, it's going to be a fun ride for 2024. I can't believe be we are already almost at the end of 2023, guys. Uh, like, right, dude? This year blew by so damn fast. Yes. Bro. I mean, I was thinking about today. I was like, is it time to put on the Christmas sweater? Am I already in the four rotations? I'm like, no, I'll just wait till December. <sighs> just wait. I'm, st- I'm starting December 1st, Friday, Christmas sweaters. Whamageddon begins. Are you ready, John? Oh. Let's fucking go. You know what? I already, listen, if I got, if I'm listening to Christmas music, I already got my wham free Christmas list on my Spotify mm. set to go. Hell yeah. <laughs> The only way it's gonna fuck me, dude, is if I listen to somebody, if I watch somebody's story and they have it in there. Which my sister, if you watch got somebody's story, year. or if you're at the store. See, I never yeah. turn on. I almost never turn on the volume for stories. I need to look. I need to remember not to do that. <laughs> but like, unless, it's, unless it's something that someone sends to me. Scoot which if you fuckers, up. if you fuckers do that, you're oh, you're yeah, dead to me. That's mean. That's, that's evil. Just, that's rude. <laughs> you, you gotta fail you can't fail by somebody trying to make you fail you gotta fail you gotta, by like it's gotta come naturally that's, yeah, that's one it. of those instances where you should get the where the lifeline will come into play right like if somebody tries to like fuck you over it's like no 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 man you you purposely set that up it's got to be one of those where you're strolling along and you don't realize you're listening to it and you're like, like singing along to it and yeah you're like, and you're like, yeah. Bah, bah, bah. And you're like damn it see that's good that's gonna happen from me to you guys because i'm the one who sends you random shit i won't think about the song i'll be like oh it's cool it's gonna be there and i'll be like whoops see the last couple years i've heard it christmas shopping at walmart but it's always a cover covers are fine covers Covers are fine yes so yeah yeah that's cool uh (laughs) all right so going back to what we're actually supposed to talk about today (laughs) uh, (laughs) so like we said we watched the wrong fucking movie. <laughs> but I we like Gene. No, no, but the wrong this. movie was put down. I, I love Gene's. I love Gene's review. Easy review. It's shit. It's shit. <laughs> I didn't know if he was talking about this or if he was talking about the about trip nightmare. Was talking about See, it. I, I could have. I could have sworn we asked him which one it was, and he says the 1981 version. But I could have got that backwards. I no, because I swear <sighs> we looked this up before, but maybe we just saw Possession, and we and went, went up there because there is another movie called Possession that's. 2007 or something like that or whatever i don't know but anyways no this is 1981's possession oh he's talking and, about nightmare uh, remake okay oh okay oh well, nightmare remake oh yeah dude we all know that <laughs> like you know what sucks about that movie dude i'll do a little side rant i like uh what's his name that plays rorschach and freddie like mm-hmm. as an actor yeah and i feel like he did the best he could fucking do with what he was given in that scenario I agree. And I own it. I'm not even going to lie that I own it, dude. I got it for the $3 bin at Walmart one day. I was like, fuck it. I got all the rest of them. I'll throw it to the fucking bin. I'll watch it. And I have. I've watched it like maybe once or twice where I throw it on when I was like building props or some bullshit, right? And and there's like a couple little scenes where I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. And then the rest is just fucking shit town. <laughs> like the opening diner scene, great. Yeah. I think that was like the best scene in the entire fucking movie. 
and it was wasted in the first five minutes. But yes, it was. Yeah, yeah whatever. What happens? All right. So this hot bag of shit was uh, <laughs> Scuba's pick. So Scoob, take it away, homie. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to read this with enthusiasm. Poor boss. Poor boss. Uh, hold on, let me. Where's Brody? We need Brody in here too. <laughs> God damn it, Brody, get your down. Australian yeah. ass in That's here. Right. It's still a little early. He might, you know. Cold War era West Berlin, with their once happy life rapidly sinking there into unsightly hey! Brody, <laughs> unsightly depths of betrayal and resentment. Anna and Mark face the death of their marriage. Been there, done that. After all, a mysterious Heinrich has entered the equation. As a result, Anna's explosive hysterics can only aggravate the couple's distress. But with blind jealousy gnawing at him, Mark embarks on a desperate mission to get <laughs> to the root of Anna's psychosis. He is unaware, however, that uh, that unanswered questions and unresolved doubts are far less dangerous than reality itself. And unable to accept his wife's violent change of heart, violent change of heart, nothing can prepare Mark for the bizarre, blood-chilling truth. Directed by... Andrzej Zawalski, The Devil, Cosmos, written by Andrzej Zawalski, who never should have written it, Mad Love and <laughs> by Drake Tutin, produced by... Well, there was some shit at the time, man, okay. Marie Laurie, <laughs> Laurie Ray, Milady of Love, and Blue Note. Bobby, what are those names for me, baby? Oh, this is going to be great. Watch, this is going to be what he does. He's going to get them all right because they're so bizarre. Starring Isabel... At Janie, Nosferatu, the vampire, is Harta? Ishtar? Ishtar. Ishtar. Okay. As Anna, Helen, Sam Neill, one of the reasons why I thought I chose this movie, Mm -hmm. Val, Peter Rabbit as Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Peter Rabbit. (laughs) Way out left field. Oh, I love it. I love when you No, he's it. done the other movies. Right. Yeah. Uh, Margaret, we've, we've reviewed a few of them. <laughs> we have. Uh, Margaret Karstensen, Tenderness of the Wolves, Angry Harvest, says, Margaret Gluckmeister. Yeah, she's Gluckmeister. Gluck, I, was, I was about to say, she's glucking over there. Sorry. Hines. Meister. Isn't that. What is Meister? Isn't That's that, the uh, Burger Meister. <laughs> Meister. Yeah, but what does it mean, Master? Yeah, yes. I was going to say. Okay, so she's the just cluck spelled, master, bro. Them. Like, mm. <laughs> all right, uh, you gotta stop doing that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Heinz, Heinz Bennett, the last Metro, the Serpent's Egg, as Henrik, Heinrich, Heinrich, or as random Bond guy, random Bond villain. Yes, he is, dude. He's he is. So fills in. Uh, Joanna Hoffer, the pedestrian. I only want you to love me as Hendrick's mother. Carl During, a Clockwork Orange, the boys from Brazil as detective. Sean Lawton, After Midnight. Eon Flux as Zimmerman. And Michael Hogben as Bob. Total body count of 10. I didn't butcher him as bad as I thought I was going to. No, you no you're good. Not. I'm very Except for Ishtar. <laughs> it's not a person's right. name. It doesn't it's count. Not. Chad, you're up. That, by the way, Ishtar is one of the most famous box office flops. Really? Yes. Hmm. Like, it's one of the most well-known because it was like a huge budget and it did jack shit. It had freaking Dustin Hoffman in it. I've never seen it, but I remember it flopping badly. It's so bad that they still talk about it today. That sounds really? like the Lone Ranger that Disney did years ago. It bombed worse. Horrible. Oh, okay, you know, I uh, believe that, but yeah. 
Music by Andrzej Korzynski, Man of Iron, Cosmos. Cinematography by Bruno Neuten, Barocco, uh, the Bronte sisters. Edited by Marie-Sophie Dubas, Mad Love, the Hitchhiker. Suzanne Lang-Willer, first name Carmen, If the Shoe Fits. Effects and makeup by Carlo Rimbaldi, who, believe it or not, did some pretty high-profile projects. He worked on King Kong and Alien. He actually designed the, the Alien animatronic head. Oh, no, oh, no shit. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Runtime of 124 long-ass motherfucking long minutes. Fucking yeah, minutes. very long. Dude, no joke. I'm sitting there halfway through this, and like I'm texting Steph. She's upstairs. I'm like, I still got another hour of this shit to go. <laughs> I fucking told you guys last night. I was like, it does, nothing happens in at least 50 fucking minutes into this goddamn movie. I was Not- at the end of the movie when you said that, too, and I was just like, I'm so high. Budget of 2.4 mil and grossed only 1.1 mil, and I'm surprised it even made that. Okay. I All will right. start off by saying, I will start off by saying, I, when you're like, oh my, like, nothing's fucking happened. I, I, I wasn't completely bored right off the bat. I was. But let me tell you why. But let me tell you why. As a man who has been cheated on by his wife, I figure you might feel this one a little bit. I I was like, I was like, okay, okay, I, I I I get that. Okay, let's see where this is going. But then it went fucking nowhere. And then when it did get somewhere, it was still nothing. He, like, but he just went like absolutely like absolute shit beast mode like in the fucking restaurant whatever and just tearing the whole shit fucking place apart thank you for doing this because i actually took notes for this fucking film because (laughs) most of them are just questions so i could be like what the fuck and most of it is what the fuck is happening in this scene so brody you didn't jump on you didn't you you didn't jump on at the beginning this is not the movie i picked brody i meant to pick (laughs) the possession not possession okay well sorry I'll go ahead, boss. The only thing I just want to say is, for me, I didn't completely hate this movie, but the one thing I said throughout the whole thing was, there's 45 minutes of this that just doesn't need to be here. Plain and simple. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you, man. Agreed. And and, and I think it's literally the moment we find out, like, after their little cafe scene, the 45 minutes in between that, except for some of the body shit with that thing, doesn't need to be there. But it, that body it, shit, we don't even get to like an hour and a half in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I mean. So it's like, well, uh, that's a lot to cut out. So the first thing I will say about this is Sam Neill is young as fuck in mm-hmm. this movie. And I don't think I've ever seen Sam Neill this young. And he's still not even that young. He's like 36 in this fucking movie, which makes Holy me question shit. everything yeah, else in my life. Because I was wow. like... How old was he in Jurassic Park? I was way the fuck off, bro. God, he had to have been almost 50 in Jurassic Park then. Well, yeah. And then Laura Dern was like, what, in her early 20s? No, I could be wrong. Maybe maybe he was early 30s, but he was in his 30s in this movie. So even even if it was early 30s at best, Jurassic Park's what, 93? 93. Yeah, 93. So, yeah, you know, you're you're a decade over anyways, but... The funny part is he just did the Omen three around the same time he did this. He was he was forty two when he did Jurassic Park, and she was twenty three. Wait, what? He was forty two. Sam Neill was forty two, and Dern was twenty three. Wow. Yeah, I could see that. Now that you're saying that, because she definitely looked, because especially in three, like she still looks really super like young in comparison. 
All right. So first and foremost, man, we start this movie off and this movie just kind of just starts. Does a really fucking. Okay, here you go. Sam Nealon. It brought me to a dark place that I didn't want to be in. I'm sure it did. I actually was. I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I feel like Scoob is going to resonate the best with this one. Um, So, yeah, what was going on in the bed scene, man? Could he just not get it up? Were they just. It was just like, no, this is, we're not I, feeling this. So I, I think I, it was definitely. I think I, they I got, just weren't feeling it. I, that's what I was getting at. And then it kind of, and then like later on when he's laying in bed with the teacher and they're just both laying there naked. Yeah. And I, just, I don't know. Like, were they, did they have sex? Did they not? Well, no, because so she said, we to. don't have to have sex, but why were you top? Yeah, why were they naked? Why is, yeah. Why? Yeah. Maybe they were about. I felt like maybe like he was a they like they were about to, but he still feels like you know attached to the wife, regardless. How would okay? So he wasn't still attached to the wife, he was flat out straight up obsessed with her. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean, you are trying to you want to try to figure out the mystery, but you figure like once you found like Heinrich and then he kicked your kicked your ass, like like, you'd be be done with it, you know, just let it go. Yeah. yeah, especially really. after he was like touching him all weird and shit too. Like, is Very. that why he killed him? Is that why he killed him? He's like, bro. He's like, that was enough. Like, you kept fucking touching. Probably. Him. Probably. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> that you slept with my wife. Is that you were creepily grabbing? But we my are hands, now bro. Eskimo brothers. But then at the same problem, Sam Neil's doing it to the other fucking undercover detective. Yeah, he he's was like fucking rubbing his hand. No, 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 no. no. The, the detective was rubbing his hands. Because he hit, Sam had his hands up like this, and then the detective grabbed him and was rubbing him. Oh, uh, true. He's right. He's right. Oh. Okay. Still doesn't change the point of why the fuck is everybody t- so touchy. But I, that detective was gay. Yeah, he was. Because he said he was with the, the other he detective. And that's why guy. I say Heinrich is bi, dude. Like, he's just a hole's a hole for that man. Like, Heinrich would have fucked anything. He, Heinrich probably would have fucked his own mother. He probably did. Uh, he probably uh, did. Uh, they probably had some weird, creepy ass threesomes. She yeah. was making the bed. And making sure there was clean sheets so that her son could get it on. I mean, either a good mother or you've been. That is no. That's a weird. That's a weird dynamic going on there. Like I got a good mom, but she ain't cleaning the sheet. She ain't making sure there's fresh sheets on the bed for me to do the nasty. Yeah, that's just. But yeah, but like going back to this, like everybody was touchy feely. Even her fucking best friend when she comes up to him in the fucking. Oh my whatever God. outside and she's like ripping his clothes off yeah what and the I fuck she, is that so were they already fucking i like, don't know because well she also says to him all the time i hate your guts like i'm so happy you're suffering i'm like you are touching him like you want to fuck the shit out but of that's him. why i'm saying like, fuck. It, that's what i'm saying like is it Maybe. one of those where it's like yeah it's just we're here to just do like the most disgusting shit because we hate each other but at the same time like it's gonna it get us off Exactly. And he kind of, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. and there's this kind of more of a hint that later when he you know puts his son to bed, goes in and she's laying on the bed and she just wraps her arm around him and arms around him and puts her head in his lap. Bro, I thought that was going straight for a blowy. And then I, so yeah, did I. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, so did I. I was going to be, gonna be like, I was going to be like Dave and orgasmo. Yeah, suck that cock. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I just, oh, I don't man. know. Like I said, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a total shit fest for me yet because I was the the story at the beginning. I was like, okay, I resonate with this. Like, let's see where this is going. And I was waiting for the horror. I was waiting for for something, something anything. Give me something. 
and then you know she kills she kills the, the the first guy and i'm like okay cool but what now like it just it didn't nothing really fucking made sense and the fucking acting was so goddamn bad like it was it was more the the dialogue that was bad i, was saying, I don't know if it was the acting i think it was yeah like that's the like, dialogue was very european and very artsy but the maybe only that's why it doesn't resonate with us could be but he was the only person i understood was sam neil everybody else went what 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 did you just say Oh, dude! I I turned the captions on immediately. I knew it was going to be a movie like that. Like some of the stuff they said, like, line up, I'm, like, there's, I'm like, "There's no way you just said what was on that screen." And I still, I still, every time it pops up, I mention it. I still love whenever it mentions the squelching noises because we got that in this too. <laughs> so I said like organ squelching or something. You mentioned the restaurant earlier. This is where. I, so, like, yeah, why pick a restaurant to have that kind of discussion? You know what well, I mean? Like, you know you're going to get angry. Okay, so I know a lot of people, they like to do breakups in public places because there's, places. Less chance of a, there's less chance of them making a scene. That was not the case here. He that was the exact opposite. Yeah. yeah. He's chucking chairs, dude. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? But He's the best part is in the wrong direction because I'd have thrown one right at her. <laughs> but how I was thinking the same the thing. Whole, I'm like, that is, he don't know what he's doing here. The whole kitchen staff just comes out just to fuck him up. Like, they <laughs> all just pile on top. The chefs. Well, you know, like some of them boys were just fucking waiting. They're just like, yeah, dude, I just need something to pop off. And they're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can we, can we yep. talk about the worst, the worst fight scene I've ever seen in any fucking movie between him and, and Heinrich? It was so fucking shit. And the hits that was were judo so shop Austin fucking, Powers, bro. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So terrible. And then he's like, he's bleeding from all these. And I'm like, okay, Yo, man, he he's a bleeder. He, he took one. But then good even when kick. he's slapping the wife, those fucking little. Fucking oh my god, dude! Those were the bitchiest slaps the ever. Like my, I'm ever. watching him like my six year old hits harder than this fuck. So. <laughs> That's why I said to Chad and Diego when as watching this film, I was like, is this why I was in the video nasties? Is just because he's slapping some chick, dude. <laughs> I think more than anything, I think it was her definitely fucking the, the monster at the end. Yes, we definitely get some yeah. hentai fucking yeah. action going yeah. on yes, in this do. film. And I know this is jumping around now at this point. But like we've mentioned well, that Hendrick was too super touchy. Well, oh, well, the- one thing we didn't mention though, his PI. Or his, uh, yeah. Oh my God. He is the worst fucking PI in the oh, yeah. goddamn world. I wrote that. I wrote that right there. Worst PI ever. This dude. <laughs> he was not trying to look like he wasn't following this dude her. Was he 10 feet from her at all times, breathing down her neck. <laughs> Staring so straight at her and everything. Right? Walks right past her on the fucking oh, stairs yeah, to her own apartment. Oh my God. What was up with the dude eating the banana? Like he's like some yeah. homeless guy that just reaches into her bag and grabs a banana. I love that. That was one of the best scenes. <laughs> first of all, and secondly, <laughs> I took it as he sat next to her because she knew she was getting followed. So as long as she sits next to somebody, she might be safer. I could but be I, wrong. I didn't get that, but I saw that and like, is that something that happens in Germany? Like, do, do homeless people just take food from your bag and people are okay with that? Let me take your bananas. I just love the fact that there's no reaction from her. He's just like this, like looking at a crack. Puts it back <laughs> like, in. I thought maybe she fell asleep or something. No, she's but not. Her head moves, yeah. 
it did look like she nodded off really quick which would be weird it's like what she's narcoleptic all of a sudden but like no she was still uh yeah i did okay so the wife and i thank you brody the wife and i rewound that spot because we didn't understand what the fuck we were like did he just kick a head and we were pretty fucking sure it was a head yeah maybe it's not dude it's it's, as the pi like she goes in and he's outside is that what he tripped over yeah 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 yeah. and all of a sudden he like that's why he tripped and it kicks in the air and it's like was that a fucking head? Because it looks like it's hair and shit. Well, I was gonna flying. say you see the hair flowing around. I'm like, that's not a. That's a. The fuck is this shit? It's a head. Which like, we're just gonna nonchalantly fucking pass that by. What the fuck are <laughs> you doing there, dude? Like, Speaking of other, th- so <laughs> another part that made me laugh, and I swear to God, this just had really shitty editing. But the one time when she stormed out of their apartment, did you notice that she went through the wrong fucking door the first time? Yes, she did. She walks into the kitchen, turns around, walks out, then storms out the front door. Yes, she does. No, I didn't notice that. (laughs) I noticed that. What time she storms out of the apartment? Like, she just walked through the wrong door? I mean, clearly. And then then the next shot, she's outside. It's like, that's not right. (laughs) I don't know, man. This this movie was a trip, for sure. And it was definitely, like, a slow burn for the first 55 minutes until uh, the first kill. Real quick, the only scene, I'm not even uncomfortable, but I have to ask, did anybody else just look at the scene where the PI is in her apartment? She's like, would you like some wine? Like, I'm like, I was uncomfortable watching her say, would you like some wine? She's trying to get that dick, dude. She's trying to get some. First of all, we got to say that, like, I apologize if this offends anybody, but yo, man, that bitch was a skank. Because straight up, she admitted that she slept with what's his name on the first fucking night. Yeah. Not even, like, thinking about it, so... I think he drugged her. I think, in all honesty, because he had, he went to India to get drugs or something. I don't know if he drugged her. I think they were just probably doing drugs and fuck. I, think, yeah, I don't think, I, he, I don't I, think yeah. he like drugged her. I don't think he like roofied her, but. No, no, no. Because like, obviously she was all about it because she, you know, but then she ends up fucking her own mutant spawn Sam Neill tentacle hybrid. No, no. Which never <laughs> is explained. Like, yeah, that was. Why would um, that? Yeah. Why would that be his doppelganger? Like, why? There's no reason. I don't know. Did, she sure as shit was enjoying it. Did she? Almost, almost, almost. Well, I mean, like, okay, so like her, do- <laughs> like, where did her doppelganger come from? Did she give birth to her own doppelganger too? I think that was just a coincidence. I think I think, that just, was, I think yeah. they just happened to look alike. Yeah. But then, like, so what's going on with the ending? I know we're jumping. I thought around at here the like, end. Okay, I, so the ending is she seemed like she was like kind of into it. Here's what like, I got I for the end. She was the one that started the whole the thing. Whole she shebang. was the initial doppelganger that set everything up. Maybe I could see like, that. She was she was the one that made you know maybe made the wife somehow meet Heimrich or whatever. And I don't know. I just felt like at the end she was the mastermind of it all. The kid was already a doppelganger too, maybe. Because what the fuck? Why did he? Oh, then he goes up and fucking drowns himself. Like I I don't think he was, dude. I just think I don't know. I think he just didn't. That kid was batshit crazy too. Like what the fuck? Yeah, he was fucked up, and he knew knew his dad. He knew the doppelganger was at the door trying to get in. And what the fuck happened? And what the fuck happened at the very end with all the planes and the bombs and shit going on? Yeah, what the? Was, Was it the end of the world or something? What the hell was that? 
Like, I know well, this was supposed to be in Berlin and shit, but I'm like, okay, time-wise, I'm like, no, nothing. What, what are we doing here? Yeah, nothing happened in Berlin in 1981. I mean, the communism fell, like, what, seven years later in 88, I think it was? Yeah. 89, yeah. Was it 88, 89, something like that. So, yeah. Well, I've I've read a few things online that, like, some people say that the doppelganger, the, the teacher, she doesn't actually look like his wife. It's what he's projecting. Somebody said that this is almost like a fever dream for him. And I'm like, I don't, I could kind of see that. If that was the case, then I would almost want, like, any woman he looks at to look like his wife. You know well, what yeah. I mean? Like, so I'm going to say this. If you're confused by this, John, you have a movie on your list that does the exact same thing. It's even more confusing for next year. Which one was that again? Cemetery Man. Oh, God. Oh. Yes. And yeah, I thought she part... plays three different roles. Yeah, but see, when I, I started watching but, but, that, I, that, her, feels her... More, that feels more like a, a Back to the Future thing to me. Like, it's not so much like... But she 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 does she plays three different roles in that movie, and I will say her tits are much nicer. Yeah, but that's also a horror comedy. So at least it's like, a very you know, dark comedy. It's yeah, but it's still got something. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, we're watching it. It's all that matters. Uh, what do we see here? What do we got? Brody's got a big explanation. Let's. Uh, who wants to read this one out? Scoot. I got it. Rob. I'll do it. I think the expression was that she gave birth to a humanoid version of Sam Neill, a version she wanted to replace. I think he's meant to be the devil, and that's why we hear the world ending. Okay. Which would actually make sense. I don't know, but I was I was kind of wondering the way he was acting, the way he's talking, his manner is it almost sounded, seemed like he had Heinrich's soul inside of him. Like he was acting very Heinrich. I mean, his eyes were completely black. Well, I mean, not his full eyes, but like at least his pupils. Like he didn't have his normal Sam Neill blue eyes. That he had to miss that. Um, I don't know, weird, man. man. They, they, there was just so much that needed explaining, and I, I, I felt like I watched two hours of, like you said, it was a two-hour art film that just yeah. did not make. So, I, got, I did, I did get a kick out of. We, we kind of mentioned this in the chat. Didn't bring us up. Why? Why the fuck did they mold a high heel into Marguerite's fucking cast? Because, man, she's got to keep... Bro, she's that was keep, fucking know, hilarious. She's got to wear that other high heel, fucking hike that ass up. <laughs> Her name is fucking Guckmaster, bro. Like, she's got to keep up... Gluckmaster. Gluck. She's got to keep pre- presentation up. Okay, so right. Brody says he, he, he's, he, wants to, he mentioned that it looks like she has a miscarriage for another human inside the subway scene. That was a fucked up scene right there. But it, the blood was... It looked like she was melting because it was coming from her head too. Yeah, it was. Yes. Weird. Yeah, I, I just like that it was. Just, yeah, it was cool that it was coming out of all orifices. I thought that was interesting. So I just and looked gross. up. I Very looked up gross. something that maybe this might help the explanation this, of the film in general. That subway scene, though, honestly, man, you could have cut off like a minute and a half. Yeah, screaming, and I would have been fine with it. <laughs> that went a little too long for my taste. You know, Dude, and, I'm sitting there turning the volume down because I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Well, there, there, and there's a lot of this. There's a lot of this movie that if somebody hears you watching this movie, they think you're bro. watching porn. Yes, because there was a lot, especially like, especially the, the, the ballet scene. Bro, yes. So I'm sitting there watching it, and and my coworkers across. I'm like, I'm not watching porn. I swear to God, I'm I was watching, watching that. And I'm think I'm sitting there thinking, my wife's probably gonna think there's some lesbian shit going on right now. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for my daughter to come out during that. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was waiting I'm for like, my mom to be like, What the fuck is going on up? There? No, especially that that scene, and then obviously, and we, bro, it's not even like. I joke 
ha ha ha, we have a hentai scene, but we legitimately we legit. have a fucking yeah, hentai scene. This is fucking this, a thing with tentacles. Sam Neill is literally getting cuckolded by himself as a hentai tentacle monster, bro. Mm-hmm. This is no fucking shit and joke. <laughs> yeah, and he's sitting <laughs> there watching. I don't know, man. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Hot take, real quick. That doppelkanger is is uh, Sam Neill. The, the doppelkanger? I like how he says doppelkanger. The doppelkanger. So that character, that's Sam Neill in Event Horizon years later. I don't know, man, but Sam Neill likes his tentacle movies, doesn't he? Because we got he sure, and he loves, being, he loves being insane. He loves being fucking crazy. This just made me want to watch Mouth of Madness, though. I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, I just want to watch a better Sam. <laughs> and see, I don't know. I, I, I'm it's a toss up between that and Event Horizon. This for which I love Event Horizon, man, but we're never gonna get the true version that we need. I know. Yeah. I really wish we could, but that's uh, so. Here, I, uh, I, I, yeah. I found something that maybe helps with, I guess, explanation of this, but we'll see. Says with with this with possession, it leaves behind the legacy of a failed relationship, where love neither heals or urges us to do better. Instead, it forces us to confront the pit of self destruction and shame and obsession. Meet in the end, we're all makers of our own evil. I think that would say that she was trying to somehow. This is her own evil in her mind, that, or something like that. That, that is know. a that is a very pretentious way of talking about it like john said just, all the reviews i just, I just, I just, is, I just read it i just read it i was like you know, I, I know i'm not blaming you i'm blaming whoever the reviews, fuck wrote that shit if you go out and read the reviews man it, these things are up and down it's either dude either people give this shit a 10 out of 10 which if that's your bag that's fine it may be brody's bag we haven't got there he said he obviously he said we're gonna not like his review i disagree i always like when we all have different takes on this shit I still, I, and I, I guarantee this would be, this would be right up Bod Boss's alley. Oh, absolutely, dude. Yeah. That wasn't even a, that wouldn't even be a question, I don't think. I agree. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> but uh, actually, should we listen to Brody? I mean. Yes, I want to hear. Yeah, what yeah let's, let's, let's do this. I mean, we could always go back to discussing more after the fact, so. Let's see what we got. Hey, you fucking dude, you there, folks. It's your DKB. You're back for another episode of Goromor, and this week I'm here to talk to you about Possession. Uh, definitely one of them films that I'd never ever heard of as a kid until obviously <laughs> grew up. There's the Bob Internet, People were ranting and raving about how somewhat decent this film was that no one's really ever heard of. I think it won an award over at Cannes Film Festival. Don't quote me on that, but it was some it? decent festival that it won it for. Or something. It won something at least, anyway, but. Uh, Chad will probably pick up on that. Um, but in saying that, I, I searched high and low for it on eBay. I found a copy. I watched it. Was not disappointed in it. This is a film that I fucking really appreciate. I know a lot of people out there are going to be like, it's a slow, it's boring, it's dumb, it doesn't make any sense. And I get that. But for me personally, it has everything that I wanted in the subgenre of the horror genre, that psychological horror, the body horror there. You know, it sort of plays off at times a bit more of a thriller than it, and a mystery than it is a horror film. But when these horror themes and elements flutter throughout the scenery um, in certain shots and that, it, it goes pretty fucking hard. It's quite disturbing at times. It's definitely a film that made me want to have a fucking shower after watching it <laughs> in, a, in a good way. Um, but... You know it's done its job when it makes you feel that 
that gritty griminess on your skin. Like it's done its job and I think that's what they were sort of setting out to do. So starting with the acting, fucking fantastic, I reckon. it's It, it kind of feels like a bit of a theatre or stage play at times while inverting to a soap opera in certain scenes and elements of the film. Um, that's probably mainly due to obviously not only the acting but the certain framing. It was, it was, it was really weird, unique cinematography in certain scenes where you get a wide shot establishing the two having an argument of this downward spiral of a relationship and there's... There's no editing cuts. It just sort of plays out as like a realistic S-type moment, but the camera's placed in a really weird spot in certain scenes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Sam Neill in this, a very young Sam Neill, was very absolutely young. going hard, but not to mention his co-star, the actress. I can't think of her name. I do apologise. She just fucking chews up the scenery in this film, especially the certain subway scene that everyone knows this film for. Yeah. My God, it is bonkers. It goes hard to... Um, Balls of the fucking wall. And, yeah, it's just grotesque by the end of it. So, yeah, she really come out. And for her to sort of play off as these two different characters to, you know, one's got some psychological problems where the other one's just fucking really nice and down to earth. So, yeah, I thought the acting in this film was fucking superb. Like I just mentioned about the cinematography a little bit there, um, I kind of feel like they really knew how to capture the element of the the locations, the aesthetic of interior and exterior, and really um, amp up that tension and fear with that really, it was, it was really dark and grainy in certain scenes, but the locations really helped the aesthetic of this film become even more really haunting. I love the locations in this film. They're really, when you're inside the apartments, you get that really tall, uh, ex, uh, sorry, interior structure of the roof being so high. Which yeah, creates this more gothic presence for me personally, this atmospheric uh, element in each certain room, you know, it's, it tells its own little story. So, like, anywhere the monster is in this film, it could be the kitchen, it could be one room of the bedroom. The way they're able to shoot it on the, like, it could be a dolly on sticks, the way they're able to push in on it and reveal to the audience this monster, this creature, it really comes with a very... Aesthetic of unease, and I fucking really appreciate it from this film. You can definitely tell that borrowed it, it's somewhat borrowed to an extent cinematography elements of shots from The Shining. In this, like, you can definitely tell it just creates that fear and tension. So, yeah, cinematography absolutely fucking awesome in this film. So, the body horror in this film is absolutely fucking bonkers. It makes me feel quite un it makes me, to be honest, feel fucking sick. Let's just put it that way. There's bodily fruit on the fucking floor. You've got the monster, this tadpole-like creature slowly growing into this fucking humanoid-like person. It looks like something out of a tool film clip. <laughs> and then you can see what looks to be like slime and semen on the ground. Well, this chick makes out with it, and she's like, oh, it fucked mm. me last night and all this. So, yeah, it uh, really made my stomach fucking churn. Like I said earlier, it just made me want to have a fucking chair after watching this film. But... Realistically, the the practical effects in this, what they're able to achieve with it, I don't know who the practical effects designer was in this film, but they did a fucking fantastic job for this type of film. So I kind of like the whole aesthetic of the film. It just feels like it a fever dream uh, mixed with realism, like the whole downward spiral of uh, the, this couple, you know, they're breaking up or whatever, and she's cheating on him with this fucking humanoid thing. It's fucking crazy but essentially uh mixing it up with like little things here and there throughout some scenes where 
the director will add in the edit that kind of throws you off guard and makes you think, what the fuck is that even there? And then, you know, like it, it doesn't really add anything to the story, but it somewhat makes sense still. It's, it's kind of weird. It's hard, very hard to explain until you watch the film. But like I said, upon the second viewing, you start to pick up on it a little bit more and appreciate it a bit more for what it is. And then, yeah, so, yeah. Right, so Gore and Moore score. I'm going to have to um, give it a solid four. Look, all right. <laughs> like I said, I really fucking appreciate this film for what it is. I love the acting, the cinematography, the locations. Uh, I even like the storytelling of, like I just mentioned, like it sort of makes sense, but it doesn't. Um, and if you get rid of the fever dream element about it, it'll totally make even fucking more sense. But I think it just adds character to the film and makes you, you know, really, well, for me personally, appreciate it a bit more. It's something a bit different. But yeah, um, solid four this week. I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say about the film, and I'll catch y'all next week. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, Brody. And thank, thank you, Brody. Brody. He's going to hate us. <laughs> he never already hate, had an idea you know you never know. hate honesty like i said i liked it but 45 minutes of it could go bye-bye and pod boss said we'd be right saying that this is up his <laughs> oh, absolutely, dude. so yeah i mean like maybe if he i within that first 50 minutes if you just gave me a little bit of something it didn't have to be a kill just something gross and slimy you know what i mean be like ooh, what was that you know it's like you'll pique my interest at that point and i'll keep like okay, I'm I'm waiting now, but and I don't know, man. This is just I'm this glad Brody. Yeah. I'm glad Brody enjoyed it, and I'm glad there are other people out there that can enjoy it. But like like Chad Eddie wasn't my personal bag. Um, oh my god, what the hell were we were talking? About? Brody mentioned you said the creature design was from Alien, right? Or yeah, he did. He did the animatronic for the. For the oh, alien. okay, sweet. Um. And he's, he's, he's worked on some other pro, high-profile stuff. Like, he worked on E.T. He worked on Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So this guy, he knows his stuff. Oh, for real. All right. I just wish there... we would have got more of it, the tentacle monster, whatever. Yeah, that's what, just a little bit. we would have got more of it. Maybe. Or even something leading up to it instead of this, boom, it's right there. You know, it's kind of yeah. like a. Maybe have, like, one of the. Maybe like the PI happened earlier so he can get killed off earlier. So at least we have, I don't, like I said, you don't even need that. You just, even a slimy tentacle and the apartment that she's at, you're just like, what the fuck was that? And then just like her walking out and you see it like slither as like, she's closing the door. Kind of like in the mouth of madness, you know, you get little hints. Yeah. Just you know, a little like, thing. what the fuck was that dude? And then, okay, now I'm more like intrigued. I, I, yeah, I agree with that. I just, I don't know. I didn't care about the characters, unfortunately. Like, yeah, I wanted to care about Sam Neil, but then at the same time, like, I didn't after a certain point. And I don't remember Especially when after he slapped her around. I Maybe like, I think yeah, that might have been care. that moment. I was like, nah, fuck you, dude. You could have just walked out at this fucking point. Like, you know what? I'm going to take the kid. See ya. But, yeah. Different time, different place. Can't, you know, really judge. Which he kind of did. He kind of did take the, and it just, he just still kept pushing, you know. He still kept stalking her and he's he's felt desperate. She must have really had that grip, man. <laughs> well, no, I think she lost it after that miscarriage on the fucking subway there. Is that yeah. is that what you would? Uh, I I guess I didn't take it as that. But... I mean, well, I right, well, but now the I take it definitely. Well, he Brody mentioned it here in his comment. It looks like she has a miscarriage for another humanoid. That would make a lot of sense. 
So this is, is, that, is that maybe where the doppelganger came from? That's what I thought. That's, I thought where, is, that's where the teacher came from. And then obviously she had another doppelganger that is Sam Neill. That was well, my thought, but because because if I'm correct, the miscarriage happened when he was away, which I think was a year before all of like where they're at now. Right. And like you don't know how long that teacher's been a teacher or anything. And obviously, like it came out full human or like yeah. full, like, you know, adult and everything like that. I don't so, know. I mean, I that guess it would be left up to interpretation. I was fully expecting her to pull off the wig and it was going to be the wife the whole time. Dun, dun, dun. It'd be like uh, that movie Color of Night. Can't say I've seen yeah. that. You, got, you should see that. Bruce right. Willis. You get to see Bruce Willis's, you know, the full Monty. Oh. Yeah. Oh, hello there. All right. Hello there. Um, is there anything it's else a- that we wanted to discuss, gentlemen? <sighs> I kind of want to hear any behind the scenes if nothing so Chad, I, you got behind the scenes I, I, I got a little bit i got a little okay. bit so uh star sam neil once cited possession as his personal favorite of all the films he'd ever been in he also commented on the rigors of filming he said i call it the most extreme film i've ever made in every possible respect and he asked of us things i wouldn't and couldn't go to now and i think i only just escaped that film with my sanity barely intact uh, but he didn't go to the I'm trying to think. Wow, that's crazy. Because like, just thinking of like other movies that he's done. Because like, I I guess it's all makeup effects and the other shit where it's like, you know. Well, yeah, this one. If you really, I mean, I was. Yeah, it it is a long movie and can be boring. There is a lot of emotion he expresses in this. Yeah, high. But it's mostly anger. That's a lot to keep up. If you think about that for a second. Well, I was just thinking about more of like him getting like fucked around towards the end and shit like that. Like, I feel like he's doing a lot more throwing himself around than he usually does. But maybe, I don't know. Is that what he meant? Like, was it physical, mental, the whole thing? I guess I more mental than physical. Oh, maybe okay, a little bit both, yeah. but it seemed. I just maybe it was just mental because he's trying to wrap himself around this fucking dialogue, and he's like, man. <laughs> How do I how do I make this make sense? And he's like, you know what? I just literally need to be like snap the wire and be like, nope. you know what it was? It was probably the fact that he had to pick up a fucking bird feather off of the floor of a dirty bathroom oh, in his mouth. No, he didn't pick it up off the floor. He dug it out of the fucking garbage. Yes, he did. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. What would he did that? I saw that and I'm like, why a feather? Why not just stick your own finger down? I was just looking at him like that's what we Jen and I said. We were like, why didn't you just fucking huh? like I don't yeah, know. What? Why? Maybe the, maybe that doesn't do it to him, so he needed the choices. And also, why did why did he have to even actually throw up? Why didn't he could just made the noise and got Heinrich yeah. in that way? Also, fair point. <laughs> why did he need to kill Heinrich though? Like, it was it just full? That was jealousy? just revenge. That was, yeah, that was just uh, yeah, revenge, that was I pure. Think. You were fucking my wife. Go fuck. Feel like personally, man. I feel like he should have just dicked down his mom. Like it would have been a way, like. I feel like that would have been way more one. I think he should have just dicked down her best friend and the teacher. Yeah, I would have done and, that. I would have. And Hendrick's mom. And Heinrich's mom. And possibly uh, Heinrich. He would have been willing. Bro, the fact that she just straight up like down pills <laughs> in that scene where she's just like, yeah, all right, I'm going to sleep forever now. <laughs> the sun's dead say. and life's done. Like, like, she, she was dang. straight up just honest with him. Like, yeah, I'm good. See you later. Yeah, man. I don't know. 
Anyway. That was a weird scene too. I thought like Sam Neill was trying to bang her in that scene, dude. He this looked like movie it. Movie felt like everybody was trying to fuck each other. I don't know what it was, dude. <laughs> it really like did. every scene, like somebody was trying to fuck somebody. It didn't matter who it was. Okay, why? Why do we have such an uncomfortable scene of him taking his son's shirt off, and then, and then just, holding his son like that? Yeah. And then they recreate it with him with holding his wife. Her. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. So. That was weird. I couldn't figure that correlation out. Brody, like I. Something? My first thought was like, did, did his son have bruises? Was Heinrich beating him or something? But he didn't. There was no follow up. No, there wasn't. There wasn't at all. No, and you don't want your mind to wander to weird spots because you're like, ew, gross. That was yeah, just so, so bizarre. No, that was a yeah, good call on that. No, I understand uh, what Brody means, but I'm needing a shower after this. Right, like I kind of forgot about that season. So just ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Lead actress is incest. If birth for humanoid, then we need to fuck it. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gross. Pretty much. Incest hentai. You. Incest tentacle hentai. It got to be more specific you gotta throw that tentacle in there so you need a lot more in there. what did i do <laughs> did mel watch this with you no no you watched it today i would just love to hear her take on that she would have she would have fucking enjoyed the fuck out of it you're like fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah, tentacle yeah. Porn, woo. and then she would have looked at you and said shall we recreate <laughs> get the socks you know we need we need to <laughs> We need to summon her. Somebody needs to mention pirates. Oh, God. Go. <laughs> no, do not mention pirates. Mel will pop in and be like, <laughs> just, just, Does someone mention pirates? Pirates. Every pirates. fucking time. The wind, the wind changes direction. <laughs> Winds in the east. She's just sitting there. She just hears, Yo ho, yo ho. Pirates life for me. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, no, God damn it, no. <laughs> I'm not saying that name this time. Reportedly, writer-director Andrzej Zulowski has said that he penned the film's screenplay during the divorce he was going through at the time with actress Malgorzata Brownick. What a fucking name is that? Could have just called her Mary. A long one. That's what she said. I, I have no idea who she is. But yeah, he was going through a messy divorce with her, and that kind of heavily influenced the writing and the structure of this movie. And the, I guess it's all supposed to symbolize what he was going through in his head. I don't know. So that makes don't really care. That makes me question of uh, like, okay, so more than likely his woman cheated on him, clearly, Mm -hmm. right? So who was the fat, gross slob pig that she slept with that he envisioned as this gross tentacle monster? I need to know who that dude is. Maybe it was multiple dudes. Maybe there was a Heinrich guy. Oh, so this is like a society kind of thing? Like everybody's just fucking out of it? It could totally be better orgy, yeah. Welcome to my life, buddy. Bro. Maybe he did. Maybe he walked in getting fucking finger trapped, bro. Like, (laughs) (laughs) old finger cuffs. Ah, Eiffel Tower. Yep. (laughs) Anyways, Chad, what else you got? The film was heavily censored for its U.S. release and banned in the U.K. Uh, I can go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go more to the whole thing about it being cut later on. Yeah. Uh, Isabella Johnny told a French magazine that it took her several years to get over playing Anna. Anna. She also said she'd never take on a similar role. And allegedly she tried to take her own life after the movie was filmed. What the fuck? I don't know. 
Strange. I don't want to say I'm not surprised, but she there was a lot of emotion from that woman. Can't argue with that. Damn, I was gonna say something funny, but I feel like that. <laughs> I, was like, I wonder if she's doing. Joke. I was gonna say I wonder if she's doing cons and if she would ever sign a tentacle dildo for me. <laughs> wow! Is she still? You know, what we haven't talked about is that weird scene the second time he's he's talking to Heinrich or Heinrich comes over to his fucking oh and Heinrich's like drunk like, or whatever but he's like not bouncing, he's like literally bouncing mouth. off the walls yes he's he got is. drunk right he's got that drunk but he's, but he's just like drunk bouncing off right? the wall ah drunk or he's on drugs there's it's all there's nothing else maybe that, you know what no that makes more sense because he had the drugs from India or wherever the fuck so yeah he probably is all okay oh he's so, definitely space and he's, he was like even more touchy feely in that scene too bro I mean, he I already had like his shirt wide open, dude. <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh my god, ready. Oh man, yeah, that dude is just ready to fuck anything. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Have whole will fuck. Right, he just wants a pile of flesh, dude. Just like ah. <laughs> well, he should. He should have been in the movie Society then. For real. Oh, Christ. Uh, Isabella Johnny won the Best Actress Award at the Cannes Film Festival in 81 for her performance in both this picture and James Ivory's Merchant Ivory production of Quartet. Oh, nice. Gene's a pterodactyl style. (laughs) (laughs) He root a correct plate or a barber's. The film was initially banned in the UK as a video nasty in the early 80s, but the BBFC later approved it in 1999. Wow. It's a long stretch. Uh, It's a long stretch, but the Chainsaw Massacre was longer than that. That's what she said. Black fat cock. Is that what it's called? Black fat cock. Boy, look at that black cock. (laughs) Whoa. All right. I think we've just set the record for number of times black cock has been set on our show. <laughs> and pirates. And pirates. Yo and ho. pirates. She's surprised she hasn't showed up. I would say it's like Beetlejuice. You say pirates and then she just like magically appears. <laughs> well, this well, one pirate has on, a black cock, check. so there pirates, you go. Pirates, pirates, pirates. No fucking way. No fucking way. She just walked she in, didn't she? She just fucking walked in. I swear to <laughs> God. I had no idea she was here. Yes. There she Called is. it. Called it. There she is. I knew it's summoner. Manifested. Manifest. <laughs> they said, we said something about pirates earlier. And they're like, where's Mel? We need Mel to appear. And then I was like, she's like Beetlejuice. You got to say it three times. Pirates, pirates, pirates. And then, and then she walks in. in. <laughs> I had no idea you were here. None. Zero. Awesome. Oh, oh that's oh, great. Any of you audio listeners, you need to watch the video. Uh, yes. Oh, so right. the movie was a French West German co-production shot in West Berlin, but it wasn't released in Germany until it's released in late 2009. Holy shit. Damn. You know, what's one thing I, I forgot I said before the show and I didn't mention um, for 1981, man, the restoration of this film is clean. Legit. Oh, yeah. That, it is really clean good. as that was a art. pristine copy that they had on Shutter. Yeah, yeah, I I could not complain about that by any fucking means. <laughs> this movie looked this movie looked great. I will yeah. say that 100 percent. So I, gotta, I feel like I got to give a little bit of solid points somewhere I can. Okay, continue on. Debut English English language feature film of Polish director Andrzej Zlowowski. <laughs> I didn't even. Andrzej. Mike Kulzowski. 
Now you guys know how it, how it feels when you got to do 10 names in a row. He's I keep saying Andre, and I feel like in my head, 3,000 keeps popping up before you say the name. <laughs> so if you just want to do that. Andre 3,000. Z thousand Z thousand. <laughs> this picture is very much a multicultural production and particularly a European one. It was a French West German co-production filmed in English with the Polish director, a Kiwi male lead actor from New Zealand, mostly German actors in the supporting roles and a French female lead actress. Damn. That is a, uh, that's a smorgasbord right there. Literally. Wow. I just I do want to say I love Sam Neill, but he is my second favorite New Zealander. Okay. Gotta give it to Carl Urban. Oh. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. <laughs> so many good roles. I so even... here's here's a good question. You get a bunch of Kiwis on one side, a bunch of Australians on the other side, and just let them fight. Brody, who's gonna win? Well, Brody's gonna, of course, say Australian. Oh, the fucking Australians, mate. <laughs> yeah, of course, dude. <laughs> Doesn't matter if they have Johnny Cage or not, dude. <laughs> or Judge Dredd. The surrealist clean quality that uh, Andre Z3000 wanted for the film was aided by the steady cam work of camera operator, the camera operators, and Bruno Neuton's cinematography and lighting. All right. Carl mm, Urban's nice. and the Boys is fucking incredible. That is from Brody King. I still haven't watched that. I am still behind. Either. I also don't have Amazon Prime, so. Well, there you go. Yeah. That'll happen. Oh, oh. Jackie. Oh, oh, yeah. They got the he's got Wolvie. He's got Wolvie. That's true. That's true. Fantastic singing voice, too. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty chill, man. They also have ACDC, just saying, so. I mean, they could just sing while the fight's going on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was in the middle of railroad ride. Don't go over 10 seconds. We'll get fucking. <laughs> <laughs> There's wall graffiti reading You're just another brick in the wall with an anarchy symbol for the last A. I didn't notice. I had no idea. Nope. The only thing that the only graffiti I ever noticed was outside the big apartment. It didn't say like private or something like that. I don't know. Anyways. Actor Michael Hogben acts out his exclusive role once a year on the anniversary of its release. What? That's is that Bob? <laughs> I don't know. That wasn't me. Yeah, that was no no no. No, 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 no. no. Oh. It's Bob. Wow. Was he the kid? Was it the kid? Yeah. Yeah, that's the kid. So what the so fuck what is he, he acting do? out? He probably runs to the tub and fucking he drowns play. himself in the <laughs> tub. <laughs> he drowns himself every time. He, do, he runs up to the tub yelling, don't open the door. His wife gets pissed because he just sits there and he's covered in jelly in the middle of his fucking house. <laughs> he's like, God damn it. She walks in the door and sees him sitting there. She's like, ah, shit, it's that time of year, isn't it? Yeah. What's, what's his name? A, there's got to be a YouTube video. What's his I, name? Is. Michael Hogben. <coughs> Excuse me. Hogben. How do you spell that? Hogben. Oh, it's on the, is it in the notes? H O G B E N. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. I'm just picturing that. She's like, oh, not this again. I'm trying Which to think one? what other scene. What other scenes did he have? He had the jelly scene. 
That was the where he brought in the boat. The, the he takes off a he takes off a shirt and Sam Neil feels him up. Oh God! <laughs> yes. Once a year, the wife walks through the door and he's just standing there shirtless, and there's Sam Neil kneeling in front. Of him. <laughs> it's like, Hi, honey. <laughs> By the look right, of I wasn't expecting that. Space, he found something. <laughs> uh, Steve, what did you find? Nothing. I was because Charlie just woke up from her nap and she's doing raspberry. Okay. Uh, Time Out Magazine compared the behavior of Isabella Johnny's character to the actions of a dervish of unrestrained emotion and emotion and pure sexual terror. Sexual terror. Yeah, sexual. All right. I, that does, I feel like those two words shouldn't go together, personally. But uh, Brody says he, he reckons Sam Neill would even laugh at what Fuck I said. <laughs> he and Sam Neill just hang out one day every year. That's the fucking get together. <laughs> All right, Sam, you got to clean me. I'm going to cover me in jelly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Okay, uh, let's see. I already mentioned Carla Rimbaldi doing the effects on the alien. Uh, Many writers about possession have paid attention to the motif of doppelganger throughout the film. Both spouses die, but they are replaced by doubles, ideal models of husband and wife. Anna grows a double of Mark from the creature, an indefatigable lover who is always by her side. The real Mark finds a copy of Anna and the person of the school teacher, Helen. She is a gentle character and does not demand anything from Mark being an ideal housewife. So it doesn't explain where she came from. He's just like, yeah, they found her. Like I said, I think it's more just coincidence than anything. But she's still a doppelganger. So it's like, how many women are fucking giving birth to doppelgangers around the city, dude? Apparently it's all. Germany. That's it. He makes a good point. Chug it up, chug it up to the freaky Germans. Ah. I mean, they, I don't think they're far from... Uh, hey, I, I was married you know, to a I, German... That's all I'm saying. I mean, I had a friend that was uh that lived on a boat. Oh god. Wow. My dog just fell off the bed behind me. Oh. oh. He's just sitting there rolling all around the night. There he is. Are you okay? Oh, his you feel, I can see he's like what Germans are uh Germany's a place, dude. I mean uh oh, my friend, I remember she was at a army she was in an army base, I think it was, right? Sorry, but anyways, like at the local bar was uh, every Wednesday was genital piercing night. Oh. So uh, yeah, you know, oh yeah, right. You do that at Molly, Steve? No, I, well, I mean, okay. I, I might start, but oh, Brody I don't know if you some... should, homie. Bro just says something interesting. Maybe the bitch wife was already an evil doppelganger of the what nice wife. You know, he was away for like a fucking year. Ah, oh, ooh, or months or whatever. That actually, yeah, but that would have been the end. But she could. This could be a doppelganger of the original wife. The original wife being dead already. Oh, maybe. So there's two top. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But now so I the think plot... we all need to go. We all need to go to that bar in Germany. <laughs> no, I'm not getting my junk pierced again. <laughs> that was the. Are you talk about the the bar in the movie, or yeah. no, the bar. The bar that I was talking about? Yes. Oh, no. I'm good, dude. It could be one of the same. I feel like that's going to be one of those situations where some, like a, a young dude hears genital piercing night and he's like, fuck yeah, let's go. And you're just going to see dicks. 
Yeah, it's just a bunch of dick. <laughs> the whole night through, you might see some nipples. This, it's gonna be the, it. it's gonna be the nude beach on Euro Trip. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly <laughs> what I picked. Girl, girl, girl. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> the plot of possession is not limited to an autobiographical description of a difficult breakup, separation, and marital disintegration and family relations. At that time, the director also experienced a final separation from Poland. Two houses in the film, the modern one, which is Mark and Anna's apartment, and the old abandoned house in Kreuzberg, where Anna hides the squid-like creature, are located next to the Berlin Wall. The film contains elements of a spy thriller. Mark, an intelligence agent, leaves his job for his family. Anna leaves her family to become an agent of the Dark Forces. The confrontation ends with death for them both, and in the last frames of the film, there is a direct illusion, uh, the sounds of sirens and rumble of explosions, on the armed conflict that began in a city divided in two, which could end in a nuclear apocalypse. Uh, scholar Bartholomew Paslik writes that metaphors present in the film also represent a disintegrating country. The very fact that the film takes place in Cold War era West Berlin is quite significant for the metaphor of divorce. The wall that separates it from East Berlin being a symbol of disconnection of what was once united, but Zlowski's additional intention might have been for the Berlin Wall to symbolize the Iron Curtain and for Germany to symbolize Poland, a country he had to leave in order to keep making movies. Damn. That's a lot. That's a lot to take in. But you know what the weird part is? I don't know why, but that all kind of, what you just said, I don't know, makes sense to some sort of degree. It does. It does. That was a that was a big chunk of us behind the scenes there. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like Andre Z three thousand went through a lot of shit. Yeah, that's what just I'm during the making of this movie. Even really, I mean, if you think about it though, the where he where he was making it, what it, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> so it, it it's definitely all there. I mean, it looked great though. The locations, dude. I will agree with Brody on that. I feel like the the places because like. The apartment felt really weird to me. That was one thing I don't think we talked about, like how sterile it felt, or maybe at least did to me. I don't know if you guys felt like that. No, I I agree with that because it, it definitely felt it, weird. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like a good, like... I also thought it was really... It feel like a home. I thought it was really weird that it was in such close proximity to the wall, too. Yeah, it was... Yeah. It was oh, like that right apartment? There. Yeah. I was oh. talking about their original oh, yeah. apartment. Their first, like, when they first... He, like, right in the beginning... Like how sterile, like white and like un I don't know, lived too in kept, it looked like too too kept. Like too like you know place yeah. like I mean just felt weird. But Sorry. I do agree with Chad on that though. The the second apartment being literally right next to the wall. Like I don't know. And another weird thing I noticed, why did he always have a watch hanging there right at the window? Did you guys notice that? Anytime he looks out the window, there's a watch hanging right there in the window. I noticed it the well, first time. Sp- we, we never knew who he was spying on, right? Or was it just the guys on the wall? Uh, we don't know. Okay. So, like, I just figured, like, maybe, like, that's what, like, he's, like, got to check in at times. Like, he's, like, you know, like, figuring, like, when the walk around is or, like, the guard watch, whatever. I can think I of it know. that way. I mean, he is a spy. So, it's, like, you got to figure. Which, if he's a spy, like, why why does he got to hire a shitty PI to do <laughs> Yeah, you know that is a ever. realization god that was so just, funny yeah and you know what one thing we never even talked about the whole fucking thing of the pink socks the guy yeah, never discussed yeah. Oh, yeah. because they brought it up in the beginning 
and I kind of forgot about it. And then it was the main dude of that council or whatever that chair, like whatever the fuck you want to call it. And he had the pink socks. Mm -hmm. So like, what did he make? I forgot what he almost said about it in the beginning though. Like I thought that was who he, he he just asked, does the subject still wear pink socks? Right. So like, so what the fuck was that all about? I don't know. Is that like another like allusion to something gay that we don't know? Like, I feel like there was a lot of that undertone in this movie or just one that we missed. Like, Maybe that's just how that's just maybe that's just Cold War era Germany. That's how they were. That or my quick little theory is that that guy at the end had something to do with all this. Or maybe part of it all to some degree. I mean, what I mean, that's the only connection there is. They say pink socks. He's got pink socks at the end. What other connection is there? Either a he was part of all this. Yeah, but he feels like I, I felt like he was like the fucking leader of the. Or maybe he was just a shitty spy and didn't know that the person he was supposed to be looking for was closer than he thought. That too. Maybe. I, mean, I don't know. John no, no, you th- you'd think if he was a, you'd think if he was a shitty spy though, they wouldn't have been trying their their damnedest to talk him into not leaving. Correct. True. Yeah, I don't know, man. If anybody's if anybody's got anything on the pink socks, let me know. Because like, <laughs> Brody would be the I guy was, to ask. Brody might be able to more insight. But that again, that that scene was very weird because they're like, he's like, "Oh, I want to leave." Like, are you sure? Yeah. Do you really want to leave? It was kind of weird. Get out. That like, dude did not fit with the rest of the council. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I mean, it, besides just his haircut too, because he definitely had like the eccentric, like, woohoo, like yeah, the yeah, the, the Larry Fine look. <laughs> oh my god, yes, dude. <laughs> Fucking hundred percent. Uh, sorry, Chad. Daddy. What else have we got behind the scenes? Okay, the last bit. The American, the film was severely cut and re-edited for American release. Those versions vary from eighty-one to ninety-seven minutes. The first USA version, released in eighty-three, had heavy edits, as well as being around forty minutes shorter than the original. Certain scenes have music and/or optical effects added to give it more of a horror film feel. On American screens, oh. it came out in a heavily edited eighty-one minute cut version from Limelight International Films on the eve of Halloween, nineteen eighty-three having lost more than a third of its runtime. The distributor turned possession into an eccentric body horror, almost completely eliminating the main theme, right? Almost completely eliminating the main theme of the painful breakdown of marriage. This version was ridiculed by the American press and had no public success. Oh, I mean, maybe I hate to say it, but you probably do kind of have to understand what the fuck's going on. Like you got to understand there's something going on between them to like kind of lead to that. But I don't know. I'd almost feel like that'd be the only other way I'd rewatch this film just to see that cut to see what it looks like. Yeah. 80. Would you say 81 minutes? 81 minutes. I could do that. I could, yeah. I, I, I don't. Yeah. This one's a, this is a long, long two hours. I don't honestly like two hour horror anyways. Same. Even if I like horror, even if I like the movie I'm watching, like, I'm like, I don't need it to be two hours, dude. Okay. Like yeah. two hours of scream. Okay, the most was screaming was are close to that, right? And I could tolerate that. But you a lot of like the elevated horror movies are two hours. And that just seems like that'd be a long fucking two hours. Yeah. Bro, even listen, man, I love Terrifier too. And I still felt that was a little long. I was like, ah, that could have probably been cut down just a little and bit. And he wants to make Terrifier three close to three hours long. This isn't fucking no. endgame. It's not endgame. You... Give me a Bro, give it a solid me... 90 minute runtime, and I'm cool. Listen, here's my deal. If you're gonna, if we're gonna go to three hour movies, 
Can we please, for the love bring of back, God, the intermission? Bring back the yes. Bring back yes. a 15 fucking minute inter- intermission just so I can get up, stretch my fucking legs. You know, half the motherfuckers are going to have to go take a piss. You know what I mean? Like, re up your popcorn. That's extra concessions for, you know what I mean? Like, it seems There's almost more money. Yeah. not to. Right. Because some people have got maybe like, Oh, you know what? Maybe they want more and they didn't get the extra large, so they didn't get the free refill. You know what I mean? So now you're going to fucking buy more, whatever the fuck. Like, just that's all I want, dude. If you're going to go over the two and a half hour mark, give me a fucking intermission, dude. I'm absolutely with you on that. Because I hate I hate walking out during a movie, dude. Like, I'll do it sometimes because you always try to like plan it. You're like. All right, I think this is going to be a shitty scene. I don't really care. I'm gonna. And you also have to sit there and think. I'm like, okay, how close am I to the restroom from this theater? How long is it going to take me to get there and get back? Yeah, you got a George Costanza, man. You got to get it all written out. <laughs> Fucking a, bro. Uh, <sighs> so, uh, did we have anything else, or was that our last? That was bit it. Right oh, okay. That was last bit. Well, thank right. you for that, Chad, Daddy. Thank you. Um, Woo, sweet, yo. So super side note, but uh, my group just did uh, the new Frozen Empire version of the Central New York patch. What up? Oh, yeah, that's dope. Nice. Yeah, that'll be fun to get. Um, noise, 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 noise. Uh, what did Brody say? It'd be cool to see this version screen with a film version of the humanoid coming from both ends lineup. This could definitely fit in any body horror lineup, dude. Like, I wish we just had more yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, uh-huh. this this felt. The storyline with her t- taking them into the, the the fucking monster it felt very Hellraiser esque to me. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you, yeah. I, yeah, thank I you. I was that. getting that too. Yeah, but pre Hellraiser too. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Quite a few years, but pre. But it's still just as bloody and soupy and gross. Yes, yeah. probably more so actually. Man, I was gonna say a little bit soupier. Yeah, a little that. Ugh. There was a lot of fluids going on in this movie. There's a lot of jizz. <laughs> yes, there was. Like even just that first scene with the monster on the bed, and you just see it like all like the fucking snail trail all in front of the bed. You're like, ew, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, you see the Gross. mixture of the white and the red, and you're just like, oh. And then there was some green in there too, man. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Like when it was leaking oh, out I of her, it was coming good. out of. I think that was coming out of her ass because it came out last. It was coming out from the side. <laughs> <laughs> Could be wrong. Could be wrong. All right, boys. Uh, what format did we watch this on? Shutter, Shutter. AMC Plus. Shutter. Sh- was it Shutter on AMC Plus? It might have been. I don't know. I paid two dollars and twenty five cents to get a sub- monthly subscription for AMC Plus, and it I have access to all the Shutter stuff too. So, nice. all righty. Douche of the film. Sam Neil, the wife. The wife. Hendrick. <laughs> Hey man, Henrik was just trying to have fun, bro. He was just trying to fuck. Like he was. Everybody. But ah, uh, I, I don't, don't know. know what, technically, her wrongdoing started all of this. Yeah, but I'm going with Mark because he let himself become a monster before actually becoming a monster. You know what I mean? Like he he killed Heinrich, which. Yeah, but we he's a spy. We don't know what his past is anyways, dude. He might have killed. True. He might have a lot of bodies on his fucking tally. If, like, yeah. you know. I'm still going with him. He's a, he was the douche for me. I, I got to go with the wife. She was a flat out cunt. Like yeah, Brody said. I, I'm, I'm staying with the wife. Go fuck herself. Well, she did. You know what? I feel like for me, it's they, they kind of both win. Because like I said, I didn't like anybody in this fucking movie, dude. 
even the kid. I didn't yeah, even like their kid. The kid, the kid was, was kind of almost like he wasn't as annoying as the kid in the Babadook, but he definitely like is kind of in that well, genre. Like, that I, I will not watch that movie because of that fucking kid. That kid makes you want to slam Sam Neil the shit out of the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, favorite kill. I'm going when that she bashes that dude with the milk or whatever the fuck, and then steals his gun and shoots him. I'm going to go with honestly when Anna and Mark are both killed. You know, she shoots herself in the back, and he throws himself off the staircase. Why does she shoot herself like that? By the way, like what the? No, that looks like so like awkward to try to like position. Like I don't know. I don't know. And it feels like it's a way more better chance to miss if you're not like if you know you're not aiming. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Mark killing Heinrich. Ooh, ooh, that is that a was a dirty thing. kill. That was that a was. dirty kill. I'm, and, you I'm, know, I'm, maybe he threw up in the toilet just to be like, "Ha, bitch, you drowned in my puke." Maybe. Didn't he flush it first though? No, no, he flushed it to flood it with the with the fucking shoe. Yeah, like he kind of like. Oh, oh, right. he oh did. yeah. He should. Yeah. Dude, that's like a whole another level of like just like wait, 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 wait. Right oh there. no, 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 no. I just figured that one out. What? He puked in there and then killed him. He set it up to make it look like he overdosed because then he spread he sprinkled the fucking drugs all over. Uh, him. Yes, so he did. Puke was supposed to be his puke. Yeah. Uh, I just figured okay. that out. Brody said, wasn't there body parts in the fridge? There was a yes, there was. Puke. There was a head, there was, there was an a arm. Puke. That was the there was two, a whole body was, in there. That was both. Um, PIs. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. Probably, yeah. one, the, one was the guy who got the bo- glass in the, glass that he was the guy who was hired, and then the other guy was uh, the guy who got killed with the milk and shit. He was his, like uh, assistant or whatever. Okay, and I'm going for my favorite kill for the one that Brody said the fucking wine bottle to the neck. The first one there, the yeah. first uh, yeah. PI there. That was a good one because that was finally like, oh my god, something happened. Something yeah. finally happened. <laughs> And that was also like where you first get like that was where like, a lot of shit happened because that's where you first get like the tentacle monster too, mm-hmm. which yeah. Can I just say like that dude, and even the other guy like they seem very nonchalant about seeing this weird grotesque yes. monster. You know what I mean? I feel like I would be freaking out, throwing a lot more fucking language. Right? I'd be looking like, like what the fuck? Like, is yeah, exactly. That? Be like once again, it's Germany. And they're white. They're just like, we see this every Tuesday. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't know. They just didn't seem to be like so like freaked the fuck out, I feel like, as most people would be in that kind of situation. But all right. Uh best scene, boys. Best scene. Okay, I want to go for just because I want to say best scene was to me is the only scene that made me actually laugh my ass off was when he uh after Heinrich got stabbed. And calls Sam Neill on the phone. And Sam Neill, he, he's, he's like, okay, you're at that bar? Okay, sit there. Bleed for a while. Yes! <laughs> That's yes! a good one. I love that. That made me laugh. Best scene. I'm going to go with Heinrich's fight scene against Sam Neill. <laughs> that was fucking awesome and terrible. <laughs> I'm going to go with the uh, the scene where he gets in the cab and is like, reverse and crash into that cop car as fast as you can. You know, at full speed. At full speed. <laughs> right, he fuck. like fucking dives out the car and fucking gets shot the fuck up. That's good. Um, 
Well, I guess in terms of a scene that really just kind of made me question the, the her subway scene, just like, what are you leaking? I wish it got to the leaking little do this. Like I said, the screaming, I felt like I was like that where like it was going on and I felt like I looked at my watch <laughs> and like, <laughs> I was like, wow, this is going on for a minute. But yeah, that was gross. That was, that was, uh, that was, that was a lot of seepage. Okay. Worst moment or scene. The rest of the, the fucking movie. movie. Yep. Um, <laughs> Have Sam Neil coddling that. Sam Neil coddling his child unappropriately, weirdly. Uh, <laughs> that was bad. That was so bad. Dude, Sam Neil blowing up the apartment. What was the thing that he used? What was that like was a uh, grenade. heating iron? No. Oh, was it? I thought it was a fucking grenade. No. Dude, it was, dude, it was, it was a, some it was kind a of kitchen tool. I don't know it what it was. It was a kitchen tool, but it definitely looked like it's just a heating element of some kind. And he put that shit on a box of fucking matches, which I was like, oh. Which makes sense because it doesn't heat up instantaneously. It's going to take a second, which gives him the time to run the fuck out. It takes those matches, and he had the gas filling up that whole time he was there and then came back. He so, was gone for a long time, too. That's what I'm saying, dude. And when he walked in, there's no way he didn't get high as fuck. So right? all that gas, bro. Like, I was like, wait, how does he not just drop right then and there? Yeah, I don't know what that heating element was, though. It's got to be for, like, I don't know, maybe it's for the stove or something. I don't fucking know, dude. Maybe. I'm not German from 1981. I couldn't tell you. Is that everybody's? Did we? No, I I was like thinking for a second. I'm going with his Charlie. I'm going with his whole um, drinking rampage after all that. I'm just like, it was a little much. What was the drinking rampage? It was like right after she like left the first time. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, when he had like the super five o'clock shadow and he looked like super. Yeah. And he was very damp. Yeah, he, looked, like, he, was, he was voice damp. damp. <laughs> he smelled of swampiness. Oh. All right. Did the opening scene hook you in? Uh, no. No, it, it did not. not. No, not honestly, it did not. I was confused on what the fuck I was even watching. I was like, okay, this, this is what we're doing. You know what? We don't usually say that a lot either. Mm-mm. No, we don't. No, we don't. Most attractive character. The, the teacher. teacher. Going to her as the teacher? Yes. Yeah. All right. That's unanimous. <laughs> and was she wearing was she wearing like different colored contacts? I think her eyes were green. Yeah, like, they were, they were green. green. Yeah, okay. Which was opposite, which was funny because like if you think about it. <laughs> Sam Neill had like the bright eyes as normal human, but then his doppelganger had the dark brown eyes. So I don't know. It was funny. Yeah, 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 Switched. Uh, where are we at, boys? Score. Did it set the mood? Uh, whatever was mood it was weird. set was not for me. Yeah. There was, there, I don't there remember. Was some what synth. It there was, was a little not, bit of synth in there. I don't remember the score weird. very much. So for me, no, definitely not. Did we have a song? Not that I can remember. No. Okay. Favorite character? Heinrich. Heinrich. I don't know how else to go, man. Like The teacher, maybe? I'm going Heinrich because he just wanted to party. Right? <laughs> I'm just here for the fun. I, 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 I kind of like want to be like in beer fest or something. Like he's like a side. Who wants a mustache? Right? I want one. I want yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want one. I want that one. Dude. <laughs> Ooh, me next. <laughs> That's a good one. That would be happy. You know something? I, I'm going for an all. 
I'm going for an off the wall. Marjorie Gluckmeister. Oh, Gluckmeister. she wasn't. Yeah, with, she with the high awful. heel cast, dude. Gluck, gluck, baby. That was, <sighs> bro. When he came back in, and like, I think it was the scene where she did like lay on his lap. The way she was laying, she was just like spread eagle on the bed, dude. I was just like, what? Whoa, what's going on here? But all right, uh, no, we did that. Was it scary? Not yeah. to me. It was gross. It was gross and definitely uneasy at points, but not scary. It was dirty. How's that? I'll give you dirty. It was very. Sure. I'll tell you what. There's one thing I've learned from all these movies with him in it. Don't fuck with Sam Neill. Don't. Yep. Seriously. Just don't. It's not going to end well for in the entire universe, even. Like, just don't hang out with Sam Neill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if that's one thing I've learned. Unless you're the little boy well, and you no. take your shirt off. <laughs> or don't hang out with him for more than a day, because after that, you don't know what's going on. Everything goes to shit after that first day. Listen, Ellie Sadler learned she hangs out with him like once a year, and that's it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't get into that shit. All right. Um, where are we at? Does it hold up today? I don't think Not it held really. up back then. Okay, so for me, no. However, for Brody, he did like it, and there's obviously a lot of people out there, according to reviews, that love this film. I, I, I will. Me, I don't want to say it doesn't. I don't want to say it doesn't hold up, but it could use a little update. I'm just at the same time. Like, we are definitely not the target audience for this film. No, Mm-mm. no, 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 no. And that's a hard judge on that one. But I will say it shot very well. It yeah. looks really well. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like. Aww. Aww. <laughs> I like the uh, like I don't know I like some of the shots man like especially when he was going crazy and they gave us like the nice 360 shots and stuff like that we got a couple I don't know there was some decent stuff there for sure for that but I don't know and uh, like dude I can't say it holds up today because it wouldn't hold up to me if I watched the shit in 81 I don't think yeah same so well <laughs> if I was seeing it in 81 I would have been like five years old so I wouldn't have been I'm just saying if we were life. this age I mean maybe because watching this kind of body shit in eighty one would be maybe we wouldn't be we wouldn't be as desensitized as we are right now. There you go. No, Could probably be. not. There you go. It is weird though that Brody mentioned shining vibes because I was kind of getting that too, and I couldn't figure out if it was just the dress she was wearing or some of the shots or what the fuck it was. But that that dress, the way it was buttoned up in the back, it looked like it looked like a spine sticking out. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought too. It's weird, especially because we see her crying a couple times, and we're like, "All right, she's a bony woman." But you know, that dress bothered the hell out of me. I was, I fucking hated it throughout the whole movie. Same. I mean, whatever, you know, (laughs) it's just shitty wrapping paper. That's all. Um, let's see where we at. How was the acting? Uh, I I didn't like. I think the acting. I think. I think the acting was good. I don't know if it was the acting I didn't like or just the. Dialogue. I'm, it was dialogue. I, I think the acting was solid. I think the dialogue is what. Oh, you know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because Sam Neill played crazy, and then she also played crazy really well. Mm-hmm. And everybody else played <laughs> weird, touchy feely Germans very well. So I don't especially, know. Especially our boy Heinrich. Yeah, man. You I know what I mean? He takes the gold, dude, for sure. Most touchiest character. <laughs> 2023, baby. All right. <laughs> Did we like the cinematography? I guess. There were, I, I, really, I really loved it. I like the scene 
where they're in like the office area or whatever and like the tables there in the corner and I don't know. It's like it was super just, spaced out. Yeah, like, it just I, I I don't know why that scene stuck out to me. And I like I just like the way it was shot with that, you know, full 360 of the room. Because it was a very like it's such a big room, but they went and they wasted for that little corner. Yeah, for that little like corner it, table. It just it's something about the big open vacant room. It just has that ominous feeling. So it kind of yeah. goes with this like weird panel. Yeah, I get that for sure. Okay. All righty. Um, did we enjoy the premise? Uh, what was the premise? I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, what the I don't know what was. the premise was. I don't know, bud. I, honestly, I, first of all, I don't like the title of the film because the title of the film to me is misleading. Yeah, there was, there was no demonic possession or anything like that. I mean, maybe she was, and that's why she's just popping out weird little fucking tentacle monsters like the demon Mary. I don't fucking know, but, or maybe Hendrix just been knocking her up, dude. And then they still come out as like weird demon spawns because she is possessed. I don't, you know maybe. what I mean? Like, Hey, where'd Bobby go, by the way? I don't know. He just dropped out. I didn't say anything. Hope everything is all right. Maybe his interwebs went out. There he is. I heard something. Barry B. Bob, you back? Yeah, I'm here. What happened? What happened? You, like, left. Uh, No, I'm in the yellow right now. I don't know why. I just went down to nothing almost. Weird. That happens to me once in a while, too, so. All right. Uh, Bob, was there anything on cinematography that you liked? I thought it was actually shot well because it's very clean. That's that's except for her apartment. Her apartment was very grimy. Well, yeah, yeah it was. It was dirty. Like she didn't even have a bed. For, like it was just a mattress on the floor. Hey man, we've all been there. Hey, oh, yeah. was a fuck a fuck mattress. That's all she needed. That's, that's what that was too. <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, and also, Bob, did you like the premise? The premise I, I did like, yes. What is the premise? Yeah, what is the premise? I mean, I go from when he jumps off the railing and then it goes to the apartment that, where the teacher the, is. That's the climax. We're talking about the Yeah, what did you like the oh. premise of the movie? The whole point oh. of the movie. <laughs> the whole you caught me out. <laughs> You're right. You're oh. jumping you were jumping questions. Bobby's been scoring this wrong the whole time he's been on the show. We get it, Bobby. It was a long movie. We'll we get I mean, it. Honestly, honestly, the overall like actually, yes. I'm not gonna say I don't right. think I do. Oh, Brody's got it right here. Dealing with hold on, let me pop this up. Dealing with the horrors of a dysfunctional relationship. It certainly uh, gets that point across. So I, yes, I say yes. Hey, give me two minutes, boys. I really gotta pee. Hold on. All right, that's fair. Okay. Um was the climax satisfying? <laughs> now I can say yes. I I feel you. I, I like the last like little bit of it, but man, the rest of it just like maybe not like it at all. She's just all cheesing. Yeah, at me she's now. like cheesing at me. I don't know why. Look at her. Look <laughs> at that beautiful little smile. Because she's like, Dad. Nah. Well, I was laughing and she was like almost there. Stop. Ah, <laughs> oh, she's adorable. Yeah, was the climax? Where do we want to say the climax happened? I would say the climax happens, you know, from the, the taxi scene 
forward. Okay. Yeah, that's fair, actually. Um, I'm going to say a soft yes, because I still am very confused with the ending. I don't get the bombs and what the fuck's happening there. And if she maybe was all part of it, or at least is all part of it, I'm assuming. Okay. Uh-huh. This might be an easy one. Are we going to recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot this shit? Recycle it for me. I'll, I'm recycling it, man. Sorry. I'll rewind, but I would reboot. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I'm recycling. I'm, I'm recycling, too. Chad, was the climax satisfying for you, bud? Not was the really. premise Was the premise satisfying? The premise satisfying? <laughs> <laughs> no, because the, the, the premise didn't make any more as much sense as the climax and vice versa. All righty. Yeah, I still don't get them bombs, man. Like, where are we? Where are yeah. we going? Yeah. World War Three? What, what the fuck's the guy on? And why did the kid drown himself? I don't get it. <laughs> why? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Don't open the door. I'm going to drown myself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, shit. Uh, let's rate this bitch. Bob gave it a, or I'm sorry, Brody gave it a four. Just, Bobby? What do you um, want to give it, bud? All right. I'm probably going to get the hate for it, but I'm going to do it. Be honest with yourself, bud. 3.5. 3.5. What? Scoobs? I'm giving it a 1.5. Yeah, buddy. Chad Daddy. I'm giving it a one, and that's only because we saw Isabella Johnny's tits. <laughs> and that's the only reason. That's being being generous. Uh, she's very attractive. Don't get me wrong. But they were right. on the small side. If they're bigger, bigger hey, score. Titties a titty. Hey. Titties a titty, yes. Right. They all need love. Um man, I, I did not like this film. I did not <laughs> like this film at all. Oh. It, uh, it wasn't as bad as Amityville 3. I was just about to that. tell you. No, 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 no. Well, I mean. Yeah. Okay. That, that's a, you, I can't even compare those two, man, because Amityville 3 is like so cheese. Like this feels like it was made like a solid movie. And I still, you know what I mean? Like the acting was good. The effects were fantastic. I will give props to where props need to be. So effects were good. Gross. We had some nice squelching sounds. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> we had a lot of weird touching, which made me like, ew. That was like, no. Yeah, it made me super that. uncomfortable. Yeah. I was like, oh, gross, man. I feel like I need to go wash my hands. And I wasn't even in there. Um, I'm going to give it a 1.5 with Scoob. I was originally dealing with a 1.8, but I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to. So. It's just uh, not my kind of movie. Like, no, sorry, Brody, and it's no, yeah, sorry, Brody, and, and it's it's not shitting on anybody that liked this movie. Hey, you, no, like, not like, at all. But I like arts, what I like. Artsy horror just isn't our bag. You know, we we yeah. gave it a fair chance. Our and remember, everybody, our score Even it was is the not, wrong movie. Our score is it's not based off of how well a movie is made or anything. Yeah, your entertainment factor at the end of the day. And we're just four average Joes. This just doesn't speak to us. We're not even a target audience for this. Like I said, no. this is no, that's true. So with that being said, and Brody's score and Bob's did help alleviate a little bit, but 1981's The Possession gets a 2.3 from Gornmore. I feel that's very generous, but yeah, you know what? Still not our worst. I think I, that, mean, I think like that's I said, right there with the, that might be right there, right alongside the rift. I'll have to to look at the scores later. This uh, listen, man. There's people out there with a, that give this a solid five. You know what I mean? Hey, I saw more power to ten out of ten. I was like, holy well, shit! There's a lot of people that gave this shit ten oh. out of ten, dude. If you're on IMDb, I am glad this mo- it wasn't. It was shot very well. You know, we can acknowledge that. 
It, was it has a pretty strong cast, at least for the two leads. And I am glad it has a target. I'm glad it has an audience. I'm glad it found, you know, people that love it. I'm not one of them, though. No. I wish I could because I like the body horror in it and shit like that. You know what I mean? But just not my bag. Alrighty. Chad Daddy, what are we doing next week? Homie? Well, next week, we're going back to camp. Woo! One more well, time. Camp Crystal Lake. The last time this year, but not for the last time. We will yes. come back to it next year for Freddy versus Jason. But to next week is the remake of Friday the 13th. Yeah, baby. And I'm sure I know all of us have the physical of that. But oh, yes. Oh, sweet. It's streaming on Max right now and as well as Amazon and all that other shit. So do we want to do the theatrical or the killer cut. I'm doing killer cut regardless. I figured killer cut because we, we probably all have the copies of it, I imagine. So, oh, yeah. The, the, I, I, I think you're the only one does not have the box set. The rest of us do. No, but I got the killer cut blue DVD when it first came out. Somebody so. was selling the box set for like 50 bucks the other day online. Really? Yeah, in one of the Friday 13th groups. Yeah, hey, I think the killer cut of this was the first Blu ray I ever bought. Yeah. If nice. I'm not mistaken. Nice, nice. Um. Okay. And. So yeah, I'll be excited for that. I'll have my Friday thirteenth uh, Christmas sweater on next week, getting ready. It'll be our first December episode. So yeah, now I need one of those. Hell yeah! And uh, speaking of uh, Christmas, man, it was fucking snowing in my neck of the woods. You're know lucky, but, but you know what? A little bit here too. We got a cold front, so it is a nice, chilly. It was fifty degrees this morning when I woke up. You want to talk cold fronts. The real feel for the next couple of days in the mornings when I go to work is five. Don't you love that shit? Five fucking degrees. Yeah. Feels great on the nuts. Yeah, it does. Yes, um, it is there anything nerdy we want to talk, boys? Actually, you know what? There is one quick thing, and I'll let uh, you guys mention Friday 13th box set. I noticed that somebody, I, I will have to, uh, I can always post it later. But somebody was selling, and they made all the original box art for all the slip covers yes. for that. Yes, and, and I'm that. like, it looks fucking awesome, bro. Like, I, I don't know how much they were selling them for, but I'm sure they did can... it for Friday Thirteenth and Halloween. Oh, did yes. they do the Halloween one too? Nice. Yeah, the Friday Thirteenth ones look fucking nice, man. So you can find those on Instagram. That's how I found them. I'm sure. Probably on Etsy too and shit, but oh, I guess I do have something. I guess the uh, uh, the Chucky content for uh, Dead by Daylight comes out this week, tomorrow. I think Chucky's oh, coming into Dead by Daylight. Yeah, I saw the, I saw the gameplay for it, and it looks creepy. Like there's just something about Chucky running around this map that just looks creepy as shit. I'll check it because yeah, he's like hiding under things and everything. Yeah, I. uh I, don't I never, I, never, I didn't really get into that game, unfortunately. But I couldn't get into it either because it's it's really just hide and seek. Yeah. Oh, Brody said he's got him. Picked him up from a guy in Canada. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. That's See, awesome. I'm I'm looking on Blood Disgusting. I think I to say anything. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking there nerdy. too myself. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's just became the highest grossing Blumhouse movie. I did see that. You know what? I'll. Congratulations, Blumhouse. And it's well deserved. You know I enjoyed I haven't, it. I haven't watched it personally yet, but everybody says they like it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't. I don't know shit about the game, so I had no reservations going in. I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't disappointed then. Nice. My kids liked it, so 
Hey, man. I mean, that's that's their target audience, obviously. So I still prefer Willy's Wonderland, but, you know. I still I need to watch that one, too. I feel I need like, double feature that shit. And uh, that's on the schedule for next year. Don't ask me exactly when. I'll have to look it up. But Willie's? Oh, nice. Scoobs, you put that on there? Damn right. Yes, Dude, like I said, man, next year's fucking... Next year's... Next year's stacked. Next year is... Next year is a hard on every week. Yo, so I know Bob. Uh, I know Bob gave us our last pick for the year, but I just I forgot this popped up. Have you guys seen anything about this movie called XXXmas? No. Oh, no. It looks like it's like a super fucking grindhouse film, dude. Like I'm thinking almost hobo with a shotgun style. Oh shit! And I'm totally like I need to check this shit out. Or zombie strippers. Where'd you see that, John? Uh, Slasher Trash posted it. Mm. Came out this year. Just says the naughty list just got deadly. <laughs> so yeah, we got we got looking at this. We okay. got some really solid picks next year. Like I said, we've got all the uh, all the Freddy movies and Freddy versus Jason. You know, what else have we got here? We've got a Quiet Place, The Omen, The Hitcher. We're finally doing The Hitcher. That'll make Brody pretty happy. It wasn't even Brody's pick. No, it wasn't. You know what? You know who came in with a lot of Aussie picks this year? You got right here. <laughs> Doing Razorback, dude. That's been one we've talked about for fucking long. Oh my God. I'm years. so excited. You know, you know it's on there. I might just I order just, that movie so I have it. I just hope it it's still like available when, when it comes time for us to do it. I know. Watch it be one of the ones that's like, nope, it's out. It's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll it'll disappear like the week before with our luck. Oh, oh. So here's some nerd news. I was at the mall this weekend and was at the Lego store. Now, I don't know if it's a newer kit or not. It probably isn't. I'm not going to say like I'm up to date on the new Lego kits and shit. But you know how they have they have Jurassic Park kits, if you don't know. Mm-hmm. So first of all, cool little cool one is they have the Dennis Nedry and the Dilophosaurus scene. Nice. And I was like, oh my God, I almost kind of want it just so I can have a Newman fucking Lego, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But better yet, the little bit bigger of a kit right next to it is the Saddler and Jeff Goldblum Triceratops poop scene. Yes. Lego. Lego poop. I love it. Lego poop that breaks open and there's little cherries inside. (laughs) Oh, God. Bro, it's, it's fantastic. The best. It's the That's best. Awesome. I almost bought it on the spot because it's so stupid and amazing. And I'm like, I don't even know if I'd want to, like, I'd want to build it, of course. But, like, my wife's just like, wow, they really made Lego poop. I'm like, they legit made Lego poop, dude. So the question of the hour is, is there a Lego shirtless Jeff Goldblum? There is. I have it. Oh, no, Lego? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lego, I don't know. I mean, if you could just find a shirtless Lego piece, you could just... Put the head Switch on. out the midsection with the top and the pants, and you're good to go. <laughs> Have the shirtless pop. But then the, I, I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh my god, it's the, the that's one big pile of shit seed. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's perfect. I can't believe like that passed through Lego somehow. <laughs> so you you mentioned uh, the 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 Newman figure. If I'm not mistaken, isn't there a Seinfeld Lego set where it's like the, it's I like, think there is. I think it's uh, yes. his house. The diners. Yeah, yeah it's Jerry's apartment. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the only reason I even remembered this is because um, at Steel City Con this December, Newman's going to be there on fucking Saturday, dude. 
Nice. Wait, what? Ooh. Yeah. When did they announce that? Just right Steel now. Steel City count? Nine hours ago. No shit. Yep. Fuck. Fucking A, dude. Oh, wait a minute. Scratch that. <laughs> Not That's Steel City? Different. I think it is, but somebody... I think that might be somebody's like saying they're going to be cosplaying as that character or something like that. So never mind. That's still kind of cool. Dude, if he was coming though, I'd go just get the sign and be like, all right, I'm going to get a cup of jambalaya. (laughs) (laughs) Jambalaya. That's right. Have him sign that shit. All right. Is there anything else, nerdy boys? Not that I can think of. I got nothing, no. Not much gore in Razorback with the VHS cut does work. Um, I will say, you know, if there's still time, you know, the Cyber Monday deal is going on. Uh, Target oh, has go. Target has Evil Dead Rise Blu-ray for five bucks. Fucking solid deal. Dude, with my fucking red card discount and uh, rewards points, I paid $3.66 for it. Nice. Bro, that's a hell of a fucking deal. Should be to- here Wednesday or Thursday. I mean, what not the best of the Evil Dead movies, but I still want to have it. You know, then I just couldn't find anything I wanted. Wait, I mean, honestly, dude, not any of them are bad. (laughs) So it's like that's the only series. Even if you said you were like, "Yo, that's the worst one," you're like, "Yeah, but it's the worst." Like, not you're all rating them over a four out of five. You know what I mean? It was still a pretty solid film. It's it's a four point one instead of a four point five. Like what? I'd probably give it a four and a half, dude. So it's nice to have that, and it, yeah. it's you know it comes with the digital version. So now the only digital uh, one of the Evil Dead's I still don't have is Army of Darkness. Oh, word! Nice, 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 nice. But I do have the four K. I love that four K. I got the Steelbook four K. That's on sale. That is on sale on Walmart for their Cyber Monday deals. I think it's twenty. I got lucky and caught that at a Barnes and Nobles, and I'm like. Oh shit! I was like, "It's coming home with me." Where we're alrighty, boys. Well, uh, I think that's about it. We could probably wrap this shit show up. Sounds good. So, uh, right on. Remember next week, two thousand nine, Friday thirteenth. Everybody, get your stupendous titties out and ready. And uh, yeah, dude, I fucking love that line. I haven't seen this movie in at least a decade, I swear. Yeah, it's going to be it's been a minute since I watched while. the remake. No. So so do you do a double feature and you watch Transformers first and then you watch Friday the 13th and you're just like, yeah, that fucker left got dumped by Megan Fox and then went and got killed by <laughs> Jason. Is, oh shit, that is the same guy. It's yep. the same guy and he's got the same name. Yep. No, I could be wrong. He might not have the No, same. he does have the same name. Yeah, the same Trent, first name. Trent, I think the last name Trent, was isn't different, it? right? I think they changed yeah. the last name cuz they were like, is that the same character? Like, yeah, it is. Fuck off. It's canon, dude. <laughs> Optimus Prime and Jason all exist in the same universe. Thanks to Warner Brothers. All right. Uh, Bob, you want to start us off, homie? This is Killing Machine, Bob A. saying we'll see you next week, bitches. No, not bitches. I'm stealing. Jack you life. son of a bitch. <laughs> we'll see you next week. I can't talk today. Goodbye. <laughs> this is your you know what? He's, he's, he's all messed up because he was thinking about that. Uh, he's thinking about that premise. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is your host of the Ghost Prince of Paranormal, the Duke of the Dead, Lord Scuba Cobra, saying you're going to die next week at Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, this is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, your Chad Daddy way down yonder in the Chattahoochee saying it's time to go back to camp one more time. Yep. And One this more is your time. One more time. 
This is your fluff master Green, Big Johnny D, saying uh, thank you once again, Gorehounds, for joining us. And like the boy said, we're going to be joining this motherfucker next week. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's see what else we got. Oh yeah, stay fresh, cheese bags. Black tentacle, tentacle penis. penis. Uh, tentacle penis. Lots of tentacle penises.